0: Whatsoever you believe, you project. Believe with projections. Hmm. Whatsoever you believe, you project. Believe with a projection. It is just like a projector in a movie film house. You see something on the screen which is not there. The projector is hidden behind. But you never look at the projector, you look at the screen. The projector is at the back and the whole game is going on there. But you look at the screen. The whole game is going on in your mind and the mind filled with belief always goes on projecting things in the world. It sees things which are not there. This is the problem. The mind, which believes, is always vulnerable and always provides an opportunity to be exploited by the cheaters. And the cheaters are all around. The whole path is full with robbers because no map exists. Moving into religion is moving into the uncharted, into the unmapped. Robbers can flourish there very easily. They can wait for you, and they are waiting. And sometimes even if the person is not deceiving you, you want to be deceived, then you will be deceived. Nobody can deceive you if deep down you are not ready to be deceived. Just a few years ago, Just a few days ago, a man came to me and said, A Baba has deceived me, and he is a great yogi. I asked him, What has he done? The man said, He can make gold out of any metal. He has shown me, and I have seen it happening with my own eyes. Then he said that I should bring all my gold and he would make it tenfold. So I collected all my ornaments and he has simply escaped with them. He has deceived me. Everybody will think that this Baba had deceived the man, but I told him, It is your greed that has deceived you. Don't throw the responsibility onto anybody else. You are simply foolish. Greed is foolish. You wanted, you wanted you wanted, your ornaments to be made tenfold. That mind has deceived you. And the other person has simply used the opportunity. He is just a clever person. That's all. You are the real problem. If he had not deceived you, somebody else would have. So who deceives is not the question. It has been my observation that if somebody deceives you, it shows a certain ploneness in you to be deceived. If somebody can lie to you, it means you have a certain affinity with lies. A man of truth cannot be deceived. A man who lives in truth cannot become a victim of liars. Only a liar can be deceived by another liar. Otherwise, there is no possibility. There are millions of people who are ready to be deceived, who are simply waiting for someone to come and deceive them. Because of their beliefs, because of their vicious because of their vicious desires, because of their greed, and remember well, and remember well that greed is greed, whether it exists in the material world or the, in the spiritual, makes no difference. The quality of it remains the same. You would like somebody to increase your gold tenfold that is, this is greed. Then somebody say, I will make you an enlightened person, and you fall in line immediately. That too is greed. And I tell you, it is possible to increase gold tenfold very easily, but it is almost impossible to make any other person enlightened, because that is no game. The path is or Artist the past is artist. In fact, nobody ever makes you enlightened. You yourself become enlightened. The other may be catalyt- catalytic agent catalytic agent at the most. Nothing more. but in fact, everything happens within you. The other's presence may have helped, that's all. And if you are really sincere, even that is not needed. If you are sincere, those who can help will seek you. If you are insincere, you will seek those who can harm. That is the difference. When a disciple seeks a master, there is almost always going to be something wrong. When a master seeks a disciple, only then something authentic is going to happen. How can you seek a master? Whatsoever you may think will be your mind, and you are completely ignorant, you are a sleepwalker. How can you seek a master? Whatsoever you may think will be your mind, and you are completely ignorant, you are a sleepwalker. You will seek somebody according to you. You will be the criterion. Then you will go and seek somebody who is doing a miracle. You may, you may go and seek Satya Sai Baba, because that will be a deep fulfillment of your greed. You may go and seek Satya Sai Baba. Because that will be a deep fulfillment of your greed. This you will see here is the man. Uh, If he can produce things out of air, he can do anything. Now, your greed is provoked. Now, a deep affinity happens immediately. That's why you will see thousands of people around such a... Sai Baba. If a Buddha exists, you will not see multitudes there. Because there is no affinity. Sajja Sai Baba has an appeal deep inside you. Your greed is provoked. Now you know this is the right man. But you are wrong. How can you decide who is the right man? You create your deceivers. You give them the opportunity. You follow magicians, not masters. If you really want to seek a master, drop greed and drop your beliefs. Go to a master completely mood. Mo- Go to a master completely nude in the mind, with no beliefs, as if you are a tree in the fall, with no leaves, naked, standing against the sky. You go and seek a master with a naked mind, with no leaves, with no beliefs. Only then, only then, I say, will you be able to see without projection. Only then will something penetrate into your life from the above. Then nobody can deceive you. So don't be bothered and don't condemn the deceivers. They fulfill a need. Because you need them. They are there. Nothing exists without any cause. People exist all around you because you need them. Thieves exist, robbers exist, exploiters exist, deceivers exist. Because you need them, you will be nowhere if they all disappear. You will be simply unable to live your life if they are not there. There is one question that a sannyasin has asked. In the past, you used to talk about the beautiful way of trust, love, and way of the heart. Now, you emphasize, your emphasis seems to be more on reason, questioning, skepticism, intelligence. Has your work changed or is it a new phase of your work? No, it is not a new phase. It is just the other side of the first. I was teaching about trust because you had come from a world which knows nothing of trust. You had come from a world which has trained you intellectually and tried to deny you the existence of your own heart. To deny that feeling is also a way of knowing. I was teaching about trust because you had come from a world which knows nothing of trust. Oh, the same thing. I was talking about trust so that I could open the new door of the heart. Without opening the door of the heart, I cannot say to you, doubt, be skeptical. Because then I am sending you on a dangerous path which leads nowhere it is a little complex but try to understand a man who knows nothing about feeling nothing about trust who has never experienced anything like love his heart has never jumped with joy danced with joy in someone's presence that man can go on doubting but he will not find the answer because his doubt will be very shallow. He will not trust this he will not trust his own doubt. His inquiry will be just so will be just so. He will not trust his own inquiry. He knows nothing of trust. Inquiry will need trust because you will be going into the unknown it will demand tremendous trust and courage because you are moving away from the conventional and the traditional you are moving away from the crowd you are going into the open sea and you don't know whether the other father you don't know whether the, the other father shore exists at all I could not send you into such an inquiry without preparing you to have trust. It will look contradictory, but what can I do? This is how life is. Only a man of great trust is capable of great doubt. A man of little trust can only doubt a little. A man of no trust can only pretend that he doubts. He cannot doubt that death comes through trust and it is a risk before i send you into the before i send you into the uncharted sea i have to prepare you for this immense journey on which you will have to go alone but i can lead you up to the boat that's what i was trying to teach you about the beauty of trust the ecstasy of the way of the heart so when you go into the when you go into the open ocean of reality you will have courage you will have courage enough to keep on going whatever happens you will have trust enough in yourself just see if you trust me how can you trust me If you don't trust yourself, it is impossible. If you doubt yourself, how can you trust me? It is you who are going to trust me, and you don't trust yourself. How can you trust your trust? It is absolutely necessary that the heart should be opened before intellect can be transformed into intelligence. That's the difference between intellect and intelligence. Intelligence is intellect. In tune with your heart. Oh, intelligence is intellect in tune with your heart. The heart knows how to trust, the intellect knows how to seek and search. There is an old Eastern story. Two beggars used to live outside a village. One was blind and one had no legs. One day, the forest near the village where these beggars used to live caught fire. They were competitors, of course, in the same profession, babying from the same people, and they were continually angry with each other. They were They were enemies, not friends. People in the same profession cannot be friends. It is very difficult because it is a question of competition. Clients, you take away somebody's clients. Beggars label their clients. Remember that this is my man. Don't you bother him. You don't know to which beggar you belong. Who the beggar is in whose position you are. But some beggar on the street has possessed you. He may have fortune won the battle and now you are his position. So when the forest was on fire, those two beggars thought for a moment they were enemies not even on speaking terms. Not even on speaking terms. But this was an emergency. The blind man said to the man who had no legs, Now, the only way to escape is that you sit on my shoulders. Use my legs and I will use your eyes. That's the only way we can save ourselves. It was immediately understood. There was no problem. The man without legs could not get out. It was impossible for him to cross the forest. It was all a fire. He would have moved a little bit, but that would not help an exit. And a very quick exit was needed. The blind man also was certain that he could not get out. He did not know where the fire was where the road was, and where the trees were burning, where the trees were burning, and where they were not a blind man, and where they were not. A blind man he would get lost, but both for intelligent people, they dropped their enemy enmity, 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 enmity became friends and saved their lives. This is an Eastern fable and this is about your intellect and your heart. It has nothing to do with beggars. It has something to do with you. It has something, it has nothing to do with the forest on fire. It's, it has something to do with you because you are on fire each moment you are burning suffering in misery anguish alone your intellect is blind it has legs it can run fast it can move fast but because it is blind it cannot choose the right direction in which to go and it is bound to be continually stumbling falling, hurting itself, and feeling life meaningless. That's what the intellectuals of the whole world are saying. Life is meaningless. The reason why life seems to them meaningless is that the blind intellect is trying to see the light. It is impossible. There is a heart within you which sees, which feels, but which has no legs, it cannot run. It remains where it is, beating, waiting, somebody intellectual understand and will be able to use the heart's eyes. When I say the word trust, I mean the eyes of the heart. And when I say doubt, I mean the legs of the intellect. But together can come out Of the fire. There is no problem at all. But remember, the intellect has to accept the heart above his shoulder. It has to. The heart has no legs, only eyes, and intellect has no. The intellect has to listen to the heart and follow its directions. In the hands of the heart, the intellect becomes intelligence intelligent. The intellect becomes intelligent. In the hands of the heart, the intellect becomes intelligent. It is a transformation, a total transformation of energy. Then the person does not become an intellectual. He simply becomes wise. Wisdom comes through the meeting of the heart and the intellect. And once you have learned the art of how to create a synchronicity between your heartbeats and the workings of your intellect, you have the whole secret in your hands, the master key to open all the mysteries. I've chosen trust at the first step. And once you have felt the taste of trust, then doubt is impotent. Doubt cannot destroy your trust. Doubt will destroy your beliefs. They need to be destroyed. Doubt will destroy all that is not authentic. That needs to be destroyed. What doubt cannot destroy is trust. When doubt comes face to face with authentic trust, then doubt accepts the trust, its eyes, its ways of feeling as higher than itself. It is so clear there is no other possibility. Your doubt bows down to your trust, and the friendship happens in you. Your heart is the master. Your intellect becomes the servant. And that's what I mean by intelligence.